When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the Specs Wine Spirits and Finer Food Studios in Austin, Texas, this is Buy or Sell with Jeff Ward and Cedric Golden. Uh, let's do some Buy or Sell. Uh, his name is Cedric Golden. He's a very famous writer for the Austin American Statesman. This is how Buy or Sell works. It's not about crypto, not about flipping houses, none of that stuff. There are five statements made. We're either buying it or we're selling it. Buy or sell. Here we go. Buy or sell. Number one, Texas has offered Steve Sarkeesian a four-year extension and doubled his salary. They should have locked him into a longer-term deal. Buy or sell. I'm going to sell. I just wrote about this today. Uh, you don't want to get too locked in at these huge contracts if things go south. And I, I believe in Steve Sarkeesian, and I think that they have the right guy for the job. Uh they're already doubled his salary to $10.3 million with $100,000 raises every season. Uh, the access to a private jet, a couple of new cars, and that $300,000 payment, just to remind you that, yeah, we're Texas. We can throw around that bag. Um, I, th- I think to get locked into more than that is asking for trouble, even though I like Sark. Uh, don't we know what happened in College Station? The Aggies locked up Jimbo for 10 years and $75 million, And they reworked it to $95 million and added years to it. After after he went 9-1 and one in a COVID season, they were like, oh, he's the guy now. And he wasn't the guy. And now they're left holding a $75 million bag. And so – a lot can happen. I mean, it's not like the days when our parents and grandparents stayed married for 50 years, come hell or high water. Uh, 60% of marriages end in divorce now, and that goes in, that includes coaching staffs too. So I, I like the fact that they're being really smart with it. Any extension comes with risk, but a long-term extension comes with a whole lot of risk. I sell. I sell too. And it's funny, I just finished about 25 minutes talking about this, and I said – the one good thing that could have come out of the Jimbo Fisher catastrophe was everyone should have learned their lesson. And in particular, Texas didn't need, you know, he's not going anywhere. And this has always been true of Texas. And I think even more so now because he now has so many built in advantages because of it's about cash. Now it's about giving guys cash and nobody has it like Texas does. So I argued, said earlier, that he's got the best gig in all of football. He has every advantage now that you could have. And in particular, now that Saban is out of the way, because I think Saban's advantage wasn't cash. It wasn't people wanting to live in the state of Alabama. Saban's advantage was NFL draft picks. He's now gone. Cash is king. And there's no, no one can match Texas. I'm not saying Sarkeesian, he did a good job this year. He did what he's supposed to do. But they didn't, they, they, they didn't have to do this. And I think, I think it was wise to show, even though Texas never has it, there's no such thing as restraint at Texas. But I think, they, I think they did show some here. 
And I think they paid him just because they can and they want to, because money is no object for them. But I, I, I do. I think, um, and I guess we could debate this. I think he's got the best and probably the least. I'm not saying there's no pressure, but it's not like coaching the Cleveland Browns. It's not like coaching the New York Jets. It's not like coaching the Dallas Cowboys. It's not even like coaching at LSU. It's not as pressure-filled as other jobs, and you get to live in Austin, and you have everything any coach would want now, and that is cash and cars. And if they go 5-7 and seven in, in the next two years, then we'll talk again. Yeah, I don't expect that to happen, but you mentioned saving in, in NFL draft picks. Uh, the Longhorns are going to have 10 guys drafted, and which makes it really interesting, Jeff, how they're going to replace all that talent going into the SEC at the same year. He got his money. Now let's let's see him earn it even more because yeah. in this day and age, they pay they pay potential over production. And he's still yet to win a bowl game. You know, I came up with a line today. Um it's better to get fired at Texas than to get hired at Texas. Oh my God, they're still paying Daryl Royal. It's <laughs> unbelievable. I guess I should say that's true of A and M now. I mean so maybe, you know, there's there's no better job in the world than in getting fired at Texas A&M. I mean, where is Jimbo Fisher it's right it. now? I bet, I bet the hair is improved. I bet on the a, skin looks on better. A boat, on a boat somewhere. Yeah. He's tanned. Um, he and the wife are having a good time. Uh, the kids are happy. Uh, he's enjoying life. It's the best unemployed existence in the world. Yes, no doubt. Um, yeah, I don't um, – the only way I, I don't see Steve Sarkeesian, no matter what he does, let's just say all of a sudden, you know, he's uh, Arch Manning turns out to be what people think Arch Manning is and wins him a Heisman Trophy, and these guys are the story of the day. I don't think there's a college job that you leave Texas to take now. No, he's right where he's supposed to be. And he's built this thing. Credit to Sark, man. He's built this thing. He's got them excited over there. He's producing NFL talent. He's recruiting big guys that can move, and uh, his culture is in place. Now all he's got to do is keep winning, and he could be the next Mac Brown, but that's a tough act to follow. But it's a different time, though. I mean, I, 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 think, there, I think that you know Texas has always had advantages. I think it's even greater now. I mean, to be fair, I mean, you could coach if you could hand out enough Lamborghinis. It's not that hard. <laughs> right i mean yeah you know, i could yeah. i could I mean, and, uh, you yeah, know you got you got yeah, some star receiver at alabama who just tells the world you know what matters to me now i want some cash and cars and steve sarkeesian or whoever you know does this for them calls up and says what would you like young man no one can match it deal done i want the Bijan. i want the Bijan special i want a lambo Buy or sell. The Texans' top free agency target should be Mike Evans of Tampa Bay. Buy or sell. I'm selling. Uh, I love Mike Evans, but he's 30 what? years old. And you, you've got good young receivers already. you got Nico Collins. you got Tank Dell. Those guys showed out in the playoffs, and, and they already have good chemistry with C.J. Stroud. And um, Mike Evans is going to be asking for $15 million a year. You ready to pay a 30-year-old receiver $15 million? I don't think they are, um, especially in this draft when you can great, get another great wideout if you so desire. Malik Neighbors, some guys like that, um, they they have a greater need at running back. Uh, we know uh, Devin Singletary was fine this year, but, but uh, the other guy, uh, Damian Pierce, was a flop. 
I think uh, there there are other needs. Uh, go out and get Josh Jacobs, who's who's like just off his rookie deal. He resigned a one year deal with the Raiders. You might be able to get him for cheaper. Uh, Mike Evans is tremendous, but Mike Evans is a Hall of Famer. But is Mike Evans the the choice right now for this young team that's already very talented at wideout? I'm gonna sell. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna buy. I, the Texans aren't desperate, but they're really good, and we all know it. It's you know everything is right with them. The problem is the teams they're with. It's just brutal. And I, I just I think they need I think they need a I think I think they need a one to two year superstar. And I've heard that Mike Evans wants out, which sucks for Baker Mayfield and Tampa Bay because um, the two of them are the best story that the world knows nothing about. And you're exactly right. Mike Evans is going to be a Hall of Famer. And he deserves it easily. First ballot, no doubt. Um, I think he's now second to Jerry Rice, which is unreal to me. Um, I don't know. I, I Here's what would scare me if I'm the Texans. You know where he goes? No. Kansas City. Oh, wow. I don't know if they want to pay him. If yeah, I know. I know. But, but I mean, if, if you were, if you were him. Why would they pay Mike Evans now? Right. But if you were him. Here he is, like I you think said. Less money. Man, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think, think you can make I would it. take less money to go to Kansas Yeah, Absolutely. City That's what like I'm saying. Is you, I you, would. You would go, hey, look, bud, you've had an incredible career. You're going to the Hall of Fame. You've made a bunch of money. What's missing? He's going to say, being on a really good team and putting a ring on my finger. Mike, meet Patrick Mahomes, champion maker. You come here for two years, bud. You're going to be a part of a three-peat, man. You're going to be part of history. I'd sell them on it. That's what worries me about the Texans. I don't think it's exactly what the Texans need. I, I just, I, th- I think it's a nice luxury product, and they can sell. I mean, they can make a pretty compelling pitch to Mike Evans, in my opinion. They can. And I think he does win out of Tampa Bay, and that's unfortunate, but I don't blame the guy that he needs to go win somewhere. And the scary thing for the Texans is, and the rest of the league is, Kansas City is going to be in the market, and if anybody is any good at wide receiver, you have to listen. Buy or sell. Victor Wembenyama will successfully recruit other free agent stars to San Antonio. Buy or sell. Man, I sell, and I love the kid. I think I think he's wonderful. But you got to remember these free these big name free agents. They they like living in a city they want to live in, and. Me personally, I could I can move to San Antonio today and be happy for the rest of my days. I like that town, but I'm not but I'm not a big time NBA free agent. And so I was looking I was looking at some of these guys that are going to be free agents next season: LeBron James, Jimmy Butler, Paul George, uh, Rudy Gobert. Those are some big names. Those are huge names. How about Jason Tatum? Right. Uh, he'll sign the max in Boston. The the one name I'm on there that I love that that would just turn San Antonio on its ear would be Donovan Mitchell. If they could get Donovan Mitchell and pair him with Wimby, uh, then you got something moving forward. The question is, do these guys want to play in a small market? The Knicks are coming after Donovan Mitchell, gangbusters. Uh, other teams uh, are going to come after Donovan Mitchell. Kyrie's going to be a free agent. He ain't moving to San Antonio. So um, that's the question. He's an attractive big guy uh, with 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 skills that we've never seen from someone that size. Uh, and, and he's going to be great. And he's already he's going to be an all star next season. He's that good already. But the question is two questions: Do do you want to live in San Antonio 
and how long will Pop stick around as the head coach? So there's a lot of uncertainty there. So I'm going to sell. You said there are questions. I've got the answers. No and no. I mean, no. I mean, I mean, it's. It, I hate it for him and for San Antonio because I think ultimately, if if just being with him can't bring in anybody, any superstar, then he's going to be the one that leaves. Because we're going to say the same thing about him is, you know, look, do you want to be here trying to carry this franchise all by yourself? I mean, when, when is the last time during their great run that San Antonio was able to attract anyone? That they didn't have as homegrown talent drafted and cultivated on their own? Uh, it just wasn't. It, they didn't. They tried didn't. with Dennis Rodman. Yeah. It didn't work. Right. Um, uh, LaMarcus Aldridge came after the championship yep. run. And so in the middle of that run, no, they built this thing during the draft. Uh, David Robinson, Pop drafted him when he was the, the uh, running the Spurs, and then he became coach and got Timmy and then Manu and then Parker and Kawhi Leonard, all those guys through the draft. And that is the only way that they will continue to do so. I just don't think, number one, are they going to keep him? Right. That's a, big, that's a big question. And then number two, if they do, um, how are they going to convince big-name free agents to come Besides, uh, you know, outside of wanting to play with Wimby. Yeah, well, they're not. I I just don't know that that's going to be viable for them. They're not. I mean, mean, I'm pretty sure – I don't think the Riverwalk's going to do it for LeBron James. I'm not thinking that TGI Fridays is going to be the ticket, man. I'm sorry, but uh, (laughs) it's not going to work. Go to Alamo. The only – yes, go get a snow globe at the Alamo every Tuesday. Um, I – you know what I think is the only way, one, he stays and you're able to attract someone else? That team moves to Austin. Oh, then they come. Then they come. Then they come. I because mean, those, guys are, those guys are hanging out in Austin anyway. Yeah. Come, come, in, come into the Formula One races, showing up at UT games, yep. uh, working out at the facility. Yep. They, famous people, love this city. You, you keep and him. You keep him. Figure out how to get here. I, yeah, you keep it. You keep him, and now all of a sudden, you you matter more. One of those stars will listen if you're here. Now you got him here, and then they get to come here and do you know all the other stuff. So, I mean, otherwise, if they, I assume they stay in San Antonio, and the, of course the people there love him. I just, I don't see. I don't see it happening, and sadly, I don't see him being able to stay there that long. And I don't know how long. I mean, I mean, Greg Popovich. However, how much longer do you Greg Popovich to coach? Three years. Yeah, this gave him a new lease on life. But man, he is. Yeah, he's up there. I know his wife passed. Right. And he doesn't have a lot to go home to, and you know he's a big wine connoisseur. But well, basketball's been his life. But uh, the Bryce Texas, he's seventy-five years old. I know. I he's know. old and. How long can you do it? Yeah. I I just if they stay there, I just don't see a way I don't see the modern way to make it work. Um you know, I mean it, the only uh, Rodman was the only big name experiment and they were able to bring Rodman there, but I don't even know at the time. I can't I don't even think Rodman was was very good anymore and he was a nightmare when he got there. And it didn't it didn't really matter for them. But that's the only big name player that I can think of. And he was at the end of his career, too, that I can think of that they were able to bring in. And he was a nightmare. He was a and nightmare. He's not, and, he, and he wasn't a game. You know, he's a great rebounder, but he was a one-trick pony. He wasn't a guy that was going to change games because he was done as Rodman. He was more of a sideshow by then. 
Buy or sell. The Cowboys' top free agency target should be Derrick Henry of the Titans. Buy or sell. Man, I'm on a selling spree today. Um, <laughs> I, I am, man. I'm on a selling spree. Uh, I'm on a sell. If you're going for a running back, go get Saquon Barkley. Yeah. He's three years younger. He's got fewer miles on the odometer. Derrick Henry took a step back this season. He wasn't great this season. Uh, Bar- he had, you know, Barkley had a, had a really good year. He went wire to wire. A running back is probably the biggest area of concern outside of the offensive line. And I think they will go through the draft to get on linemen. There aren't, there aren't too many really good backs in the league. The only reason you draft a back is because you know you can get them cheap for four years before you have to give them some real money. I like the idea of Saquon Barkley um, as, as more of a big play threat in this game. I think Tony Pollard uh, isn't as good as we thought he'd be. I didn't like the plays they ran for Tony Pollard. But Saquon Barkley, we know, is a better running back than Tony Pollard. And uh, he's still got a little juice left. So if I'm going for a running back in free agency, I'm going I'm going after Saquon. I'm selling, too. The Derrick Henry window closed on Dallas. I mean, it's not a terrible thing to have him, but, you know, it was a, it was a much cooler fit back in, gosh, probably August, September, October. It made a lot more sense. Uh, that that guy's that guy's done all he can, but I even for a one or two year run, which is really what you're looking for, a two year run, I guess he doesn't even make any sense. So I, I'm with you. I think it's Saquon Barkley all the way. Without the problem Dallas is going to run into, I think, is one obviously money, and you know you already got Micah Parsons screaming that he wants them to go get a defensive tackle, which I can't really blame him for that. I think there's going to be pressure in that building to go and find a running back since Tony Pollard hasn't been anywhere near what people thought. The problem Dallas is going to run into, I think, is, especially for someone like Saquon Barkley, he can look at Dallas um, and go, yeah, yeah, maybe it's a really good one-year run, maybe two at the most, because I think the window slams shut on Dallas in two years. I think it's completely shut. The Rams, on the other hand, I think are, there's something about the Rams that are getting increasingly more attractive. Better coach, younger roster. Yeah, their quarterback is 75 going on 35. But I, 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 could see, I, I could see them being the competition for Dallas when it comes to chasing down some free agencies, free agent guys. And I think they need a back. I do. It's not the difference maker, but I, I, Derek Henry isn't it. And I'm, I'm, Saquon Barkley is the answer. I just don't know if he's going to, I don't know if he's going to want Dallas. You took you look took less money to come to go ahead and sign with the Giants, and he said he wants to retire. As I know a Giant, why. Why does he say that? I mean, right now, who would want that? Maybe he loves New York. Maybe he loves New York. I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, <laughs> I, I don't. When I when I saw that he came out and said I want to retire here, I thought you just want to be you know five hundred your whole life. That's it. This is what's going to go. Daniel Jones is going to hand it to you forty times, and you're going to be finished by the time you're twenty eight. I. I, I don't get that. I, I would love. To, I would much rather play with Dak for the next three years and Daniel Jones. Absolutely. I mean, in, indoors as well. Indoors as well. Yep, I agree. Buy or sell. All right, final buy or sell. Stanford researchers claim that they can definitively say men's and women's brains are different. This is junk science. Buy or sell. There you go. Oh my God! I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna take the collar today and sell. Um, what? It's Stanford. 
It's Stanford. Those guys are not, those guys are, the nerds know something. And far be it for me to guess and assume they don't know. Uh, I mean, it's Stanford. It's not slippery rock. I mean, it's not. So, of course, I have no idea. I'm not, I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. But here's what I do know. <laughs> you have a male brain. I, yeah, we are the stupid species. I know that much. <laughs> I mean, some of us have to depend on our wives to lay out our clothes in the morning before we go to work. I mean, we're the species that, that before cell phones, we refuse to, to ask for directions on the side of the road. We drive around for two hours instead of stop at a gas station and ask. I mean, we're the gambling species. We're, we're those guys that, that throw hard-earned money away because we think we know something, and we don't. So um, if, if scientists uh, determined that women's brains were infinitely bigger and more functional and, and, and more respectable than ours, I'm not going to disagree with them because I know I'm a dumbass. I know I am. <laughs> it's like, so my poor daughter is in a house full of dudes, right? A bunch of brothers. Oh, yeah. And um, – she makes these comments every now and then where she's resolved to the idea. One day I said to her, I go, look, she goes, how come my older brother and even my youngest little brother are just pretty much the same? And I said, well, here's the thing. You could stick some dudes into a room. They can be from the ages of six to 60 and they're kind of the same. <laughs> There's really not much of a difference. They sound the That's same. True find the same things funny and entertaining um or as mindless it's it doesn't change a heck of a lot i did read this thing seriously though i think i even interviewed this person she was a harvard researcher and this before this you know they studied the mris and stuff like that and she had this interesting theory to your gambling point and her argument was there should be more women running companies because they're more risk averse. In other words, you wouldn't have these market flame outs. You wouldn't have, you know, um, you wouldn't have these incredible crashes if more women were running these companies because they're not going to do the stupid stuff that you just said because dudes are addicted to gambling, whether it's stocks or, you know, the craps table. And it was, it was kind of, she made a pretty compelling argument that it did make some sense that you had to temper the risk capacity of, you know, Wall Street dudes, guys running hedge funds that just, they get over their skis if you had a more sensible, pragmatic brain involved. And then when I read this, I thought, oh my. I love that. That's kind of true. That is very smart. Yeah, I mean, it was, she it's made a, it was a really, well, I, tried to, I tried to argue with her and argue with her. She said, wait a second. She goes, and then she yeah. ran down this list of companies and sure enough, they had all done stupid stuff because the guys just get, you know, get that testosterone crack going. Power hurt power hungry the one thing I'll, I'll say about us that i like more than i like about about women good luck to you one of us one of us can walk into a gym and there's nine guys playing ball and they need a tenth and they go hey, hey you want to run and you just get you jump on the side and no yeah. one asks you your name or anything yeah you just start playing basketball but you're not gonna see a woman walk into a store and there are other there are like nine other women they go hey come shop with us and she's gonna go i don't know you yeah who, who are you She's got to get the information, and that, that makes them smarter than us. We're simpler beings, but there there are certain parts of being a man that 
I actually enjoy. Yeah. That's one of them. No, I can I can testify to the science of this. Let me see how I can say this politely. So I've lunch I've had lunch with my kids at school. I don't know that I've ever missed a Friday lunch. So I've been doing it for years and years and years because I have a lot of kids. And I've noticed over time <laughs> the uh you know, growing up with sons, they sit at a table, it's a very simple conversation, just some guys, you know, cracking jokes. And then how mean the girls are. The dudes are simple, but kind of nice. And I can start to see, I can start to see the meanness creeping in um, at, at a certain age with with girls that you don't you don't see with guys. Uh, they're just well, they, they never made a, they never made a movie called Mean Guys. Yeah, there just aren't enough of us to be that interesting. <laughs> there are. Hey, um, how many kids do you have? I'm interested. Um, between five and eleven. You you have eleven children. <laughs> oh, somewhere. In- it's between those. Oh, so, oh, so you're you're so you've got like seven or eight kids. Okay, wow, <laughs> that's a lot of kids, man. No wonder you work so hard. Exactly. Oh, uh, how's, the young, how's the how's the youngest? She's five or no, 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 no. I've got my well. He just turned nine, actually, like this past week. So that's my youngest. Good lord, that's a lot of kids, man. Yeah. That is a lot of kids. You want to come help? You, yeah. you know what it's like when you open my door at my house? It just, you're just hit with a wall of sound. Like, there's never any Are, you one, of, are <laughs> you one of those guys that pulls up to the driveway and you got to sit there in the car for about 15 minutes and kind of mentally get ready for the firestorm that you're about to face when you walk in that door? Said, I'm not proud of this. Because it's not quiet. Because it's not quiet. All right, this is not a, this is not a proud moment for me, but I'm going to go ahead and say it, and most parents can relate. I go outside and drink wine in my car. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. Every parent knows that. Yeah, that that you start to find. You used to you, you sort of over time you try to find places in your house where you try to hide and then no matter what your kids can still find you. So eventually you're just relegated to the car and you lock the doors. Oh man. Yeah. That is that's fatherhood. I wish I had kids because uh, hey, I would, would you like I would bring uh, them tell you what to- I got a deal for you. Would you like to take four or five <laughs> just uh you know about five o'clock in the morning let them jump on your head. I have I have a big house and uh, they they would fit in nicely, but uh, after about three or four days, they'd be ready to come home because <laughs> I mean, how many video games can you play? And, <laughs> plus, I don't cook. It would be awful for them. Yeah, well, same here. And my kids have uh, every generation of my son says the same thing. We have the only dad who doesn't game. I don't you don't game, game at all. I don't game at all. Oh well, my net. Well, my my. Uh, well, my cut. Well, I guess my nephew I think stole my PS4, so I don't <laughs> game since then. But um, yeah, but yeah, no, I, I I just, if I still had one, I'd still. Oh, no, I know, I, I know. Trust me, I get lectured all the time. I'm so and so's dad is so much cooler. He's gaming with us tonight, Dad. I said, okay, well, you guys knock yourself out. Um, all right, man. It's always good stuff. Okay, bro. Later. Buy or sell.